Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. What a cracking weekend of footy it was. Uh, some unbelievable results. It's going to be really interesting. Obviously, this top eight finish now. Eighth spot comes down to three teams there. So it's going to be a big weekend for those three teams. The Canberra Raiders, the Gold Coast Titans, and of course, the Cronulla Sharks. Throwing an even bigger spanner in the works. Of course, the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Melbourne Storm, who now they're coming off a loss. So do they still rest their guys in the last round? Do they want to get back into their momentum? I'm not sure. It could go either way. Way. And if the Melbourne Storm do decide to rest, guys, gee whiz, you got to back in the Cronulla Sharks, don't you, there? So uh, really going to be a very fascinating uh, end to the regular season. Most of the positions are sort of locked up now. Uh, but obviously, eighth spot, that's going to be massive. So looking forward to that. And look, uh, probably the biggest headline of the week, of course, was Latrell Mitchell and Joey Manu. We gave our thoughts on that incident uh, the other day. You can go back and have a listen to that podcast. It'll be one of the more recent ones uh, as you go through your podcast app. So we'll leave that there. Unfortunately, that's probably been the thing that's dominated this weekend, but for me, um, I'll tell you what, the Parramatta Eels, what a performance. Now, as you all know, the Parramatta Eels are a team that I'm not overly high on. I don't think they can win this premiership this year, but I also would have given them next to no hope to knock over the Melbourne Storm the other night. Uh, An incredible effort by Parramatta. And look, it wasn't the fact that Melbourne played poorly. I really didn't think Melbourne were that bad, to be honest with you. Parramatta's defense was just unreal. They really out-Melbourne Melbourne in that game. I thought it was incredibly impressive. There was a number of times where the Melbourne Storm had really good ball in the red zone that I thought, oh, this will be the moment that it breaks. They didn't manage to. Uh, I thought Parramatta's defense was incredible. Well done to Parramatta. Uh, There was obviously a late Clint Gutherson injury. They still managed to get the job done there. Very, very impressive. So congratulations to the Parramatta Eels, to Brad Arthur, 
well done to all the Parramatta fans as well. It has been a pretty long stint without uh, any, you know, wins against top-shelf teams. You've been copying a lot of shit left, right, and centre, from myself included. And as I said, I gave them no hope to beat the Melbourne Storm the other night. Uh, so well done to Parramatta. And very interesting how this sort of stuff happens. Obviously, the Melbourne Storm winning 19 games in a row. This was to break the record. It's funny how often this sort of stuff happens. It's like in a game where you make a big comeback. You know, you've, we've seen it many times over the years. The team's down by 22. You know, they managed to score 22 points, but scoring that 23rd point just becomes mission impossible. And it's like the Melbourne Storm, they cruised all the way to the chance to break that record, and then they just couldn't get over that line. Um, you know, it might be a mental thing. I'm not sure what it is, but really interesting when you look back in the history of rugby league. Obviously, that 1975 Sydney Roosters side, uh, an unbelievable team, and obviously coached by the great Jack Gibson. Uh, now, it's funny how all these circles sort of go in rugby league. We're now looking down the path. What is it? Um, something like 45 years later or something along those lines, and that record looks like it's finally going to be broken by the Melbourne Storm, who are coached by you know the best coach in the game right now, Craig Bellamy, as Jack Gibson was the equivalent back then in 75. And, of course, who do they get knocked over by? The Parramatta Eels. Now, the Parramatta Eels, uh, they obviously haven't won a premiership since 1986. We're all well aware of that. They're the team that has the longest streak without a premiership uh, you know, that, that, that aren't the New Zealand Warriors and the Gold Coast Titans that have come into the competition recently. And, of course, who coached that premiership? It was, of course, Jack Gibson. So it's funny how these little things go in rugby league. There was a lot of similarities to that 75 Roosters side and this current Melbourne Storm crop. Obviously going for back-to-back premierships as well. Lost a premiership a couple of years earlier. Um, so very, very interesting. There was a team before them, the Manly Seagulls. They won back-to-back premierships. The Roosters won back-to-back premierships before them. They lost the first of those ones. We spoke about this a while ago. But of course, the similarities once again for Jack Gibson, who coached the 75 Roosters, who went on to coach the Parramatta Eels and win their last premiership, win the only premierships that Parramatta has ever won with Jack Gibson. And then of course, his club ends the, this run of the Melbourne Storm that would have broken Jack Gibson's record. Uh, it's funny how this sort of stuff happens in rugby league. But look, a full credit to the Parramatta Eels. I thought they played incredibly well. I thought their de- defense was fantastic. And it's not like... They got on the front foot early and they just rode that momentum home that you see so often in the modern day. They were down 10-4. They were down 10-4 with, you know, 50 minutes to go in that contest. From that moment on, I think they won the game 18-0. So, you know, a huge, a huge confidence boost to the Parramatta Eels. I'm still not convinced that they're true contenders. I do think that this Melbourne Storm side, as I've been saying for the last few weeks, they look like a team to me that's just waiting for September to come around. Um, I think you could see the same with the Manly Seagulls, realistically, against the Canterbury Bulldogs on the weekend. They're just waiting for finals footy to come around. And that's not taking anything away from the Parramatta Eels because you could see how hard the Melbourne Storm were trying to win that game. You know, they, they were obviously going for that record. It meant a lot to them. You could see how disappointed they were were in themselves. So it's not like they'd taken the foot off the pedal, but I do think that that loss, I think it'll be better for the Melbourne Storm, to be honest with you. I think it's the loss that they probably needed. I know a lot of people say you don't need a loss, but you know I was having a look uh, back through history of the last few teams that have won premierships, and a lot of these teams they do have a loss uh, in the lead-up to the finals at some point. And a lot of these teams, you know, that last loss comes between you know, probably that round sort of 20 to 26 or 25, depending on which uh, team, which year and team you're looking at, and then they don't lose another game. And sometimes it can be a really good wake-up call for the team in question. And it's funny, I went back and had a look at the 2000 and, what were they, 2017 uh, Melbourne Storm side, and 
they obviously won from round 20. They didn't lose another game. They knocked over the Raiders, the Seagulls, the Cowboys, the Roosters, the Knights, the Rabbitohs, uh, the Raiders, the Parramatta Eels, the Brisbane Broncos, and the North Queensland Cowboys to win their premiership. But you know who their last loss was against? It was to the Mel- to the Parramatta Eels, and it was twenty-two to six in that game. So a prim- a pretty similar contest uh, to that of the game the other night against the Parramatta Eels. That was, of course, the year that the Parramatta Eels had to go down to Amy Park in round one of the finals. They did give Melbourne a little bit of a scare. They have been a bogey team for a couple of years. You will remember that game uh, was the one that Will Smith scores an unbelievable try where Mitch Moses. He fades to go over his right shoulder and hit Will Smith out the back. Then he flicks it back off his left shoulder and hits Will Smith with, honestly, one of the best balls I have ever seen. Uh, An incredible play there. That was another game where the Melbourne Storm, they got out to an early lead and the Parramatta Eels, they roped him back in. Josh Adokar scored in the first few minutes of that game. Uh, But look, the Parramatta Eels, well done to them. I thought that was a sensational effort. As I said, they really did out-Melbourne the Melbourne Storm, which you don't see all too often and hopefully the Eels they can take a bit of momentum off the back of that game take a bit of confidence out of that game leading into the finals they obviously play uh, the Penrith Panthers next week I believe so that one's going to be a blockbuster that's the main game on Friday night Um, now interesting with the Penrith Panthers I mean are they going to rest players they're now in contention to have a crack at the minor premiership, I believe, with Melbourne losing. Uh, both are on 42 points. The Melbourne Storm have a great for and against, though. So all of a sudden, whether Melbourne do rest players against the Sharks or not, it becomes very interesting. If Melbourne win, uh, there's essentially no hope of the Penrith Panthers winning the minor premiership. Uh, but if Melbourne lose to the Cronulla Sharks, and if that means that they rest players and they potentially lose that game, all the Panthers have to do is win their game against the Eels. But... The thing is, for that game, I believe uh, the Parramatta Eels play the Penrith Panthers first. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. We know that Craig Bellamy, he does value minor premierships very, very highly. Um, so I'm, I, I, I've honestly got no idea what the mindset's going to be here. I'm sure you'll be able to hear it over the next few days. And Teamless Tuesday will obviously give us a pretty good idea on what the Melbourne Storm are going to do. Are they going to rest? players against the Cronulla Sharks or are they going to go out and try and win the minor premiership? Obviously that that loss the other night makes it incredibly interesting uh, when you actually I'm sorry the Melbourne Storm play the Sharks Friday 6pm the Penrith Panthers play the Parramatta Eels Friday night 8 o'clock so the minor premiership will be decided on Friday night so a very very interesting clash there two interesting clashes there and you know it's probably hard for the Penrith Panthers to know do they rest a heap of guys or do they go for it do the Melbourne Storm rest a heap of guys I, I guess you want to see what the Melbourne Storm do first And I mean, realistically, the Panthers won't know whether they are in minor premiership contention until the end of that Melbourne Storm game, which will finish, you know, around about the 7.45 mark around that point, which by then the Penrith Panthers have to name their starting team. So, good God, it's going to be interesting. And I mean, even if the Melbourne Storm are full strength, I would assume they win that game against the Sharks. But I'll tell you what, the Sharkies have been playing some pretty good footy. If the Sharkies just rest a couple of guys, sorry, if the Melbourne Storm just rest a few guys, I think the Sharkies are well and truly in that game. Then it becomes interesting for the Panthers. It's going to be a wild, wild affair on Friday night. Uh, Obviously, both teams value the minor premiership. I heard Ivan Cleary talking the other day on SEN about resting his players. Um, You know, that potentially it was the plan to do that, but it's sort of been shaken up a little bit. you got Brian Toto that's returned um, yesterday afternoon. He played some really good footy there. You've obviously got your half have had injuries, so do you want to rest them? They played a full Origin Series. A guy like Isaiah Yo, he was out for a couple of weeks as well. So some of these guys 
have had a few rests here and there. But, geez, the opportunity to rest players at this point, uh, geez, it must be tempting. You're, you're almost sort of jealous of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, who are pr- probably the only team that can afford to rest someone and play the Dragons just being an absolute dead rubber. I mean, if you're Wayne Bennett, you probably have got to take advantage of that, I think. But at the same time, now you're going to be without Latrell Mitchell, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, so they've got to make a decision. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How are they going to go about this? Do they take this week to build combos? What combos are they going to go for? Do they bring Benji Marshall in at six? Do they play Cody Walker at one? Um, do they bring Blake Taff in at one as well? I mean, for me, I, I'm hearing that apparently Blake Taff's going to come in at one. For me, I would bring Benji into this side. I would play him at six. I'd play Cody Walker at one, especially heading into finals footy. I just think the experience of Benji Marshall would be massive in finals. And this is why you brought Benji Marshall, isn't it? This is why Wayne went after him in my opinion, and, you know, to put a guy like Blake Taff out there in finals footy, it's a big, big test for a young kid coming into a pretty goddamn good system built around guys like Cody Walker and Latrell. He doesn't really have that combo that Latrell obviously has, and that's no insult to Blake Taff. You all know how highly I, the high regard that I hold him in, but really interesting to see how these teams line up this weekend. It's landed in a really... Really strange spot. You've obviously got Thursday night as well. The Canberra Raiders take on the Sydney Roosters. I mean, that one is a must-win game for the Canberra Raiders. The Sydney Roosters, uh, with their loss the other day, that makes it a really interesting situation for them as well. They've now dropped to sixth place. They're on 32 points with a win there and a loss to the Parramatta Eels and the Manly Seagulls. They could jump up as well. So there is just so much going on here. You know, if... Oh, there's just so much to dive into. I'll probably have to do a deeper podcast on this later this week. But those games on Thursday and Friday night, they are going to go so far to deciding how week one of the finals look. number of teams that will be hoping that they can rest players here and there, but they might not have the opportunity to if they want to lock up a top four, if they want to lock up a minor premiership. There is just so much going into this. It is crazy. You've obviously got the Newcastle Knights playing the Brisbane Broncos. That one's a bit of a dead rubber, realistically. The Knights, I don't think they can really move anywhere. They're on 26 competition points, so no, the the Knights can't move anywhere. They're locked into 7th place. So the Knights will either be playing one of the Roosters, the Eels, or the Manly Seagulls, depending on how results go there. Jeez, I'm not even sure who you'd want most there. Maybe the... uh, You definitely wouldn't want Manly, I guess, but Parramatta or the Roosters, really hard to get a read on. Look, I started this podcast just wanting to compliment the Parramatta Eels and how impressive it was. I want to see it for a few more weeks. I also want to see it come finals time as well, but geez, it's got to fill you with confidence if you are a Parramatta Eels fan. That's the sort of game we've been waiting to see from them for a long time now, especially coming into the business end of the season. Hopefully they can carry it into the finals. I am still a little bit sceptical on it, to be honest with you. This Melbourne Storm team, they just look like to me, they're just waiting for finals to come along. So a really interesting seven days to go here in the NRL until we kick off finals footy. Last opportunity for a lot of people to see their team until next year. So really enjoy the footy this weekend. 
obviously we're going to be in lockdown, a lot of us and whatnot, after the footy season is over. So it's going to be pretty grim. So enjoy it while you've got it, guys. Let me tell you that much. Jump on Zoom, have a few beers uh, with your mates, with your friends, whatever it might be, and enjoy the game together. Stay tuned on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Plenty of content still to come today and plenty to come this week heading into the NRL Final Series. Thank you.